Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. From the bunker. I'm Carrie Berry, here with your host, Ted. Morning, friends. Grab a coffee and a smoke and some Kleenex. Yes, we're under attack by a biological agent here at the bunker. Right. Lizard people got us. They got the boys. Yeah, I thought last week that the lizard people could never stand a chance against the boys with their laser guns. They're really good with those laser guns. Yeah, they're killers. But here we are. We didn't think of biological war. And they got us, so it sucks. Sucks having sick kids. Yeah. There's, like, nothing you can do to a certain point. Just Uh, snuggle them. Just snuggle them and uh, take care of them and answer their every tyrannical whim that comes out when they're sick. It's It's been hard this week. A couple of the boys missed almost the whole week at school and mm-hmm. it's just been rather miserable and quiet around here but i had a birthday and that was awesome they yeah. managed to get me some make me a cake and uh sing me happy birthday yeah even though the two little ones were really bad at that point yeah yeah it was, it was pretty rough but you know what we're here right now yeah and it was a good better. day yeah that. it was a nice day it was a nice day and they'll get better they'll get out of this what's your favorite christmas movie carrie oh that's rough uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll be really cliche with this and say it's a wonderful life. Okay, because you're a girl. That's yeah. a, that's a girl one, uh, and of course, because I'm a guy, I should say Die Hard. And whatever with the whole, it's a great movie, anyways. Doesn't need Christmas in it. But uh, outside of that, I'd say like a Christmas Carol. I always loved. It's probably my favorite. Any version of that. But it looks like I might have a new favorite Christmas movie coming out this Christmas. Oh really? Yeah. Check this out. From the producers of Black Easter Bunny, in theaters on Christmas Day, from We Was Kang Studio, come Black Santa. Ho, 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 ass niggas. Black Santa, what are we gonna do? What else we gonna crash this sled? Y'all niggas think you can stop Santa from delivering presents on Christmas? Sheep. Precisely. The plan is to steal all the presents in the ghetto. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, Mayo Monkey. It's Christmas in the hood. Face, fake, probably gay. These are the voyages of the starship Hulk Hogan on a five-year mission to explore the galaxy, seek out new cultures, and invent slurs to insult them. This is Slur Trek. Captain, an unknown vessel has entered our sector. Raise shields, Mr. Hopper. Aye, sir. Weapons officer, take us to red condition. Aye, sir. Number one, what are we looking at here? Captain, passive sensors detect a ship of human origin. Very old. A thousand years old, by the looks of that propulsion system. I'm running a further analysis, but we'll need to get within range. Engines to quarter speed, Mr. Bugger. I want to get close enough to do a deep scan, but I don't want to spook it. Captain, it appears to be a Nebula-class frigate dating back roughly 1,200 years ago, before the great exodus from Earth. Earth? 
Lieutenant Commander Rommel, you're the science officer. What say you? Captain, this is just a rough assessment, but we're in uncharted space, close to the ancient star lanes that guided us away from Earth. This ship could be from another noble people who bravely left Earth for the great unknown of space. Why the ship could contain the descendants of the noble Japanese culture. What would they like now, after over a millennia? Samurai of the stars? I wonder. We shall see shortly, Captain. If I remember correctly from my academy days, over 20,000 distinct cultures, subcultures, religions, and nationalities left Earth to find their own homeworld. So many different possibilities. I have heard tales from some of the old spacers of a Russian empire ruled by a czar in the Vega Quadrant, modeled after the pre-Bolshevik Revolution Russian Empire under Nicholas II. Quite interesting. Well, whoever this is, I want first contact protocols used. Number one, weapons ready but not powered up, and shields at 50%. Hi, sir. New data incoming from sensors. The vessel is unarmed, but carrying an extraordinary amount of shielding for a vessel of its size. Captain, they are hailing us. Open channel, comms officer. Aye, sir. Unknown vessel, this is Captain Charles Sneed of the starship Hulk Hogan. We come in peace. Please identify yourself. Transmission incoming, Captain. Audio only. It's no language I've ever heard before, Captain. Run it through the ship's AI and let's hear it for ourselves. Aye, sir. Here's the raw message. I hear something familiar in the syntax, but I can't place it. Perhaps a subdialect of Old Earth Gaelic. Precisely my line of thinking. Ship's AI is just about finished translating the message, Captain. Play the message when it's finished. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, first contact protocols must be followed. A simple misunderstanding could spark an interstellar war. We must be careful. Stand ready. We are the ambassadors of the Wisconsin Empire now. Message translated, Captain. Playing now. Stay six parsecs away from our ship at all times. Transfer all vaccination and booster information immediately. Masking and social distancing protocols must be followed to the letter. Battle conditions called. Shields the maximum weapons officer. All forward batteries acquired fire at will. Aye, Aye sir. sir. We're not doing that shit again. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> honey, what are you doing? Uh, some of the guys at work. They said I had a gay laugh. What? So I was just kind of practicing a new one. Yeah, they said I had a gay laugh. My, la my laugh is gay, apparently. So I don't want my laugh to be gay, so I'm trying to practice a new laugh. So you're, you're trying to come up with a laugh that you're going to adopt for the rest of For the rest of my life, of your yeah. life. Yes, yes. All right, well, let's uh, hear them. Let me get ready. <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, whatever. I don't know about this. I think your laugh is just fine. They're probably just fucking with you. Oh, uh, well. Here, here, check out this meme I saw on Twitter earlier.
I don't know, babe. I think I should go with it. It could be lucrative. A Senate run, though? Really? Yeah, why not? Okay, let's see if you can pull this off, Senator. Carrie, Ted, or should I say Senator Johnson, <laughs> welcome to the Christmas fundraiser. Mike, good to see you. Ready to save the nation? Let's take our country back, Ted. <laughs> You've met Mr. Sneed before, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Dr. Johnson, good to see you. Mike tells me you're interested in running next fall. I <laughs> didn't know you were a doctor. You are too modest, Ted. It's nothing. I got my doctorate in Iraq Battlefield Commission. Just another piece of paper. And the only piece of paper I'm interested in is the Constitution. Bravo, Doctor. Well, howdy, partner. I'm Tex Teasdale, CEO of Teasdale Oil. Yeehaw! I believe I am acquainted with your story. My wife spoke highly of you, but I was under the impression you were an astrologer. I thought you were an astronaut. What the heck? Uh-oh. How are you getting out of this one? Watch. Hold on, let me clarify. I'm Dr. Ted Johnson. I'm a doctor of astrology and the mission astrologer for NASA. I'm running for Senate to make America great again. Excuse me, doctor, but I've never heard of a doctor of astrology or a mission astrologer. Let me guess, Capricorn. Amazing, how'd you do that? Like the sign on my door says, doctor of astrology. Quite a feat, but please explain why NASA would need a mission astrologer. Well, wouldn't you all agree that a person's zodiac sign influences their actions and others' actions here at Dirtside? That's what we call down here when we're, uh, up there. Wow. Why, uh, yes, yes they would. I am quite the proponent of astrology. Well, if it affects us down here, what do you think it does to us up in space, where the stars and planets are closer? We need to get you to Washington with a mind like that. Thank you, Mr. Sneed. I have a five-year plan to get America back to the moon and make it the 51st state. Take my money, <laughs> please. <laughs> Remember, folks, only the Dems and the dead don't vote Ted. All right, ladies and gentlemen, dinner will be served. If we want to take our drinks with us to our seats... <laughs> Thanks for everything, Mike. This is a beautiful dinner hall, and the food smells delicious. I hope you bring that appetite with you to D.C., Ted. I'm hungry for legislation, that's for sure. May I take you aside, Doctor? Well, of course, Mr. Teasdale. Can I ask you an honest question, Doctor? Fire away, Tex. You're a stay-at-home dad, aren't you? Uh... <laughs> you don't have to answer that. I know the answer to that question. I suppose you're going to call me out publicly as a fraud. Quite the contrary, partner. How do you think I became a billionaire CEO of a major oil company? Wait, you're, uh... That's right, partner. You play your cards right, and maybe you'll be president one day. You think my real name is Tex Teasdale? It's Vinny Rosati. I'm from Jersey.
And now for weather on the whatevers, here's your weatherman, Archie Hegsworth. Take it away, Archie. This is the tornado. He's going to pick up toys and bring two kids. And now the news with Carrie and Ted. You heard it here first, folks. Tornadoes are bringing presents to kids. What a crazy, crazy world we live in. Clown world, I'm telling you. Well, what else we got in the news, Care? From wearegreenbay.com. There are two cities in the state of Wisconsin that have been named in the top 100 most fun cities in America. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I don't like the sound of that, though. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. I know what that means. What does that mean? Hordes. <laughs> Hordes. Well, no, they're already there. I was going to say they're already here. The Dells? Well, what, what are the cities? Tell me, Madison? I want you to, yeah, I want you to guess. M- Madison say, is one of them, yes. Um, the other one's super obvious. Uh, Milwaukee? Which you'd be like, what? Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee is highest, number 40. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. It's not that high up. Yeah, it's not high up. You know, <laughs> as far as it goes, it's Milwaukee. It's nice. Got a huge hipster element, though. Mm-hmm. I would never move there. They note Milwaukee's public market. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with that. It's like this. I've never seen it in action, but I drive. It's just this giant fucking market that the farmer's market. Is that it all, like outdoor? It's for all the hippie libtards to jack off over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing fresh, organic stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. When I first moved to this area a while back in my my adulthood, after I had traveled a bit and started eating natural things, when I stopped stopped eating, like, the garbage I was raised on, when I got here, because there's certain, like, nutritional yeast is very difficult to find if, if you're... If it's something you want to consume. But there are no natural food stores and, like, bulk food stores in the Kenosha Racing area at all. Yeah, no. The nearest no. one is Milwaukee. Yeah. I learned that when yeah. I moved here. I've never been there, though. No. Never have I bothered to take the trip up there. No. That's Milwaukee. Why? I, well, I've been there. with the I fight, guess it's the, the 40th f- most fun city, so there's 39 I, other reasons not to go there. I have been to a couple of Brewers games, so that's Milwaukee. Yeah, I like Miller Park. It, it's I've all right. Never been to the market. We had some good seats last time we went. They also point out that the Pfizer Forum is here, and I don't know what that is. Ha! Huh. All of our listeners that aren't even from Wisconsin are like, "You kidding?" Yeah. No, I, I seriously is that where they play basketball? I assume. Okay. I don't know how they. I don't pay attention to sports ball <laughs> anymore. I, I really don't. So I don't even know the names of the fucking stadiums anymore. They're mm-hmm. always changing to some. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's like, true. Like flashlight or something's not going to have their own stadium <laughs> in the next five, maybe ten years. Maybe they will. <laughs> They're in the maybe works right will. now for the Bears. <laughs> it, Milwaukee is also known for some of the best restaurants. I can see that there's some killer pubs. Yeah, yeah. I I got spoiled uh, working in that town, mm-hmm. driving right, around every day. There's breweries everywhere too. Well, at work I couldn't well, eat the breweries, but yeah. um, but as far as like like a good you know place to get a, a burger or something like that, you know, there's just tons <laughs> of them. There's tons of great ones. Ask anybody, they'll give you like four or five little spots. We are Green Bay mentions Ian's Pizza and AJ Bombers. I never had either that crap. Those. No. But I will say that I am impressed with the pizza 
in this area. You wouldn't think Wisconsin would have really good pizza, but uh, yeah, Kenosha Racine's got some killer. Right from well, from Chicago to Milwaukee is all really kind of one metropolis. So yeah, and all it the Italians sense. from like Capone's gang. Mm-hmm. This is where they settled. You know, yeah, to get away from the the Kenosha, couch across the right? Kenosha. Yeah, Racine, all over this place. I had a buddy who's. Uh, Grandpa owned one of the Capone's like hideouts from the 30s or something like that. Like a place he was just telling, he's this old guy. And he, when I worked for the phone company, he was just uh, one of them old guys who's like wants to tell you shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things he, he told me. He called me down from the ladder to tell me that. And I remember being like, motherfucker, this better be like, what what is going on? You know, like this is like the fourth time you try to say something. He's old. I get it. He's old and retired and lonely. You know, and he's living in this kind of lonely house on the on Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's an expensive-ass house. Probably beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. But he's he's all alone. And so you, you do tolerate the customers wanting to talk to you, especially the old folks for being alone. But it was just getting to that point. And I remember coming down, and you know what? He made it worth my while. You know, he's like, this is where so-and-so Capone's hitman hit out after he killed somebody. You know, he's like, this is the house. This is the house that he, he hit out in for like a year you know it's kind of secluded you know it's probably mil- it's probably worth millions private drive through a gate on the freaking lake we had to be some serious bucks right there i had to fix his phones yeah the waterfront really is just absolutely beautiful those houses yeah i wouldn't want to live on the freaking waterfront though i've noticed I, I don't like water i just don't i'm not a boat person i'm not a let's go in the fucking pool yeah. guy no, uh, sprinklers either. used to piss me off as a kid. Like it's freezing, <laughs> motherfucker. You know, it, it it's I'm skinny. It's cold, motherfucker. I fucking hate the cold. I hate being cold and wet. I'd rather it be hot and dry as much as possible. I I prefer that. I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't. I don't want to be on. That's funny. Sounds like you belong in the desert. On a lake, however, is optimal. And so I wouldn't say. Oh, on like a small. I wouldn't lake. say hot and arid and dry. Just like a nice little lake. That is peaceful. But I, I, I'm not going to go swimming in it. I'm not going to get a boat. I walk across the ice, though. I used to love that. Yikes. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those, um, you know, one of those, like, trials of manhood. and <laughs> Risking your life. Well, it wasn't like that because the lake wasn't all that, uh, it was very shallow. It was a man-made lake. How deep was it at, at its at deepest? The, at its deepest was, like, 12 feet. Well, I mean, that's deep enough to die in but the winter. the ice was, like, <laughs> 6 feet deep. You know, th- it was really thick out there. It was really thick. And there's sometimes if you see, <laughs> just run. <laughs> just run. Just run. That's what we did anytime. <laughs> the worst part was like if you were like d- walking across the lake because my buddy lived right on the lake, directly across from the my neighborhood. I, you would call it a beach. It's just a little like scooped out sand was put there right on the the shore. Mm-hmm. You know, the, just the it was the dirt was scooped away and s- more sand was put there. It was real tiny, probably like twenty feet by ten feet you know, 15-foot beach. And from that beach, you could see my buddy's house, and we would walk across the lake in the winter, especially when it was cold. If you, if you saw the cars and the trucks out on the ice, you knew you were good, you know, because guys had ice fishing uh, tents out there and stuff like that. So a bunch of, not a bunch, but maybe like one or two trucks would be out there mm-hmm. all, almost all winter, <laughs> you know. And it was a couple times you're like, somebody got their shit stuck, it wouldn't start. I remember that. It was real scary. And the... the you want the tow trucks like i'm not going out and you know what i'm saying like 
we're gonna have to it was out there oh, you know no. it was like in the fucking nearly the middle of the lake it was a little lake a couple acre you know lake yeah you know the tow truck didn't was, want to try and drive out there no they're hell no mm-hmm. well how long with the with the it was still way too far it was like way he was just fucked he was out there and he was fucked it was out there for a few weeks and i remember my dad just not taking bets but being like just because of who it was we're like that motherfucker's not gonna have the money to get that oh, no. off the ice he did i guess they fixed it well it was out there or what? yeah 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 <laughs> yeah somebody some other asshole some other lake guy oh i talked about lake people before we are the uh just like rednecks we just live on lakes some other crazy fuck drove his truck out there but you were cool you know as long as it wasn't wet ice Mm-hmm. But as I've heard stories about people losing their trucks in the, oh, but they're crazy. eating. They're being idiots though. And then sometimes there's big enough lakes, man. You don't even know what you're dealing with mm-hmm. with the ice flows or whatever. Whatever. All right. The other Wisconsin city in the top 100 funnest in America, Madison, is ranked 60th. Ugh. Not a fan. Not. I'm not. It's I, like Libtard Central. I'm not sure I've been there. Ever. Really? That's fine. I've been there a lot. I worked worked there a lot. Worked for the academics who really stand with the working people as they treat you like a total fucking asshole when you're in their house. (laughs) You're not going to get mud everywhere, are you? Yeah, bitch, I'm going to fucking start throwing mud around. No, that's that's not in the plan. Making you not not letting you use the bathroom and stuff like that. Seriously, the last, the cable guy... Uh, he broke the toilet last time. So we don't let any workmen use our bathroom. What? <laughs> what did I gotta take a fucking huge crap? You know, I saved that for home. I said a whiz. Now I gotta go down to the 7-Eleven and hope That's so take weird. a pee and waste like 20 minutes of my job. You know, 20 minutes of my day. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. A lot of that craft. I worked, like I said, I worked there a lot. Well, it's funny that you point out that it's, what did you call it? Lib what? Libtard Lib Central. Libtard Central. That, that and Milwaukee, the other fun city, those are the only blue dots if you look at the state of Wisconsin. Retired professors was like the worst thing you wanted to hear. You knew right away, though, when you got the orders. Ooh, doctor and doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, <laughs> fuck, these guys are going to be jag off. In any other city, there's a good chance those doctors could be medical doctors and you're, you're going to get somebody really cool. Over there, usually you're going to get kind of a, a lecture. And a, Can you guys please not destroy my mom's china? Like, what? who said anything about, why'd you bring that up? You know, where's, where is it? There's China? I should know where fragile items are in the job so I can ask you to put them up. Which was like the thing I asked you when I started. And you weren't listening, remember? When you weren't <laughs> listening to me when I was giving you your briefing on how the operation was going to proceed once you signed that piece of paper. I was like, okay, now is there are there any guns or you know money or anything that you need to secure right now before I start working? Because you know if I come upon it, I will alert you, but I'd like to let you know that you should secure any, anything. Fragile, expensive, please secure it. You know, and if I came into a room, they'd, I'd tell them, oh, can you please take those paintings down? Mm-hmm. And if they tell you to do it, just tell them no. Well, not that you would be in this situation, no. but I would advise anybody in that situation who's getting bullied into doing that kind of stuff, not to do it because something gets messed up, they'll blame it on you. And that's what these people, they would just start like, Accusing you of shit you hadn't even considered because you're just a blue collar work guy. They're just trying to make your decisions for you because you're so fucking stupid. 
Which, in a lot of cases, it's true, but it's your right to be a fucking dumb shit and make some of you know those decisions and not have everything uh, micromanaged by some fucking asshole who thinks they know better and haven't left school environment their entire life. Yeah. They're still in school, which, what does that bring? What kind of weird-ass um, evolutions of cliques happen at the teacher level? Because yeah, there's always been jock teachers, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I've never seen all, like, burnout teachers. I never saw any of those. You know, rigor teachers. Well, the but, ma- you know, there's like jock teachers, bookish teachers. The majority know. of what I remember as far as cliques is teachers both in high school and college trying to be cool with the students. Yeah, you know, that was so gay. I, But I've never been, you know, the the teacher or the administrator in a situation like that to know anything about the, the cliques yeah. happening in the staff. That'd be weird. But the way some of the teachers are, are with students is ridiculous. No, yeah. I don't like it. A lot of diddling going on. That's true. Yeah. With the young folks. Yeah. The kiddos. That's not cool. Absolutely inappropriate. It is. It's vile. I did have some of that going on in my high school. I kind of think everybody did. Yeah, ours was a joke. The chick from our school who was a homecoming queen, who was the porn star, became the porn star. I told you that, right? I don't remember. I'm not going to give her name. It's totally going to dox me. Just saying that probably could dox me. But whatever. Uh, our, our, when I was a freshman, our senior homecoming queen became a porn star like a year or two after she graduated. Oh, really? And we tried to get her to speak at our graduation. Like when they have you vote, you know, when it like comes towards the end of the year, we're like, we just put a little, you know, recommendation in for a speaker and we'll vote on it. We had like, she won, like totally, but they're like, absolutely not. You know, this this is a disgrace. <laughs> it was still when school institutions were like, this is disgusting. Not somebody we want to have come and speak at our graduation. Nowadays, they probably have her speak. Mm-hmm. Right, and they would prefer if she speaks about her butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And any 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 gender questioning she might yeah, have gone through. Yeah, exactly. How her she's life. probably trans somehow. Sticking with Wisconsin, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel published a look through the Waukesha Christmas Parade. This year's parade took place on Sunday, December 3rd, and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's Ebony Cox. Oh, that's really, I'm glad that she was chosen to do anything involved with this. Took some photos and captioned them. What is beautiful to see is that in these photos, everyone's spirits are clearly high. Yeah, drugs do that too. <laughs> drugs and mind control give that appearance. That is true. And there's but, a and lot everybody, of that. Everybody's on Xanax. Yeah, and everybody's <laughs> mind control. Everybody's MK. On top of it. One sad image that I think is supposed to be hopeful is just a picture of a, a painting on a wall in Waukesha of a heart that says... Waukesha strong and you know we know this is in reference to the to the lives lost two years yeah, ago yeah to that crazy negro supremacist who wanted to kill a bunch of white folks in Waukesha right and so in my opinion this is an event to never forget yeah oh, there's so they, they happen every day to, they happen every day as opposed to George Floyd yeah fuck who exactly the, the banana guy exactly the banana thief and, of course, the pictures also include the new precautions that they have to take to keep 
Oh yeah, yeah. Killer to, SUVs. To, to Negro proof. Killer from, SUVs. Yes. From driving through. Let's just call it what it is. So black proofing. Trucks with trailers blocking off roadways. Yeah. Yeah. Complete inconvenience because your inability to execute your most fundamental job as a government in law enforcement and to not acknowledge the billion elephants in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the barricades in some spots as well. So vehicles can't drive through and plow everybody down. Like it's real, just, yeah. Just a necessary extra step that we have to take for the benefit of diversity. Diversity, part and parcel of living in Waukesha. If you've ever been there, you know it's not the big city at all. No, and the Daryl Brook. Yeah, the, the murder SUV. The murder, the Negro SUV murder. Is he a transformer? Is that what they're saying? Did he transform? Do you remember SUV? that? How they it was they it was the, the SUV. new yeah. scholars. It was the new joggers. Yeah, it's killer SUVs. Yeah, it was SUVs. a euphemism for a while. Unreal. I mean, no, it's not unreal. I could say that maybe fucking thirty typical. years ago. Right, but he but was then, he no. was from Milwaukee. Yeah, so yeah, and of course he went out. to Waukesha. Yeah, it's right. Waukesha. If you've ever, if you understand the geopolitics of the region, you'd understand if you want to go get whitey and you're from Milwaukee, Waukesha would be mm-hmm. a place where you would go. Right. To give you an idea in the, the picture, the look at the Waukesha Because Waukesha, as diverse as it is, they got kind of invaded over the last 20 years, more Which, so than they were in, say, the 90s. But it is predominantly white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit of no, it is, Latino it is, in yeah. there but, in these but it's, pictures, it's, it's, but it's, already it's a bunch in, of white people. The percentage is already over in Waukesha for how many of each group's non-white you can have. It's over that, and you're, you're fucked. You know, and these other communities have ways of keeping them out, but they're getting Pajits in their, in their neighborhoods and stuff, a lot of Pajits. I never heard what even happened to the SUV the, in the question. The Transformer? Yes, Daryl Brooks. What did happen? I, so, so, oh, it's, I looked just into makes it. my blood boil. From Milwaukee's CBS 58, this was back in 2022, okay. in November. So just before the anniversary of the murders, he was sentenced to life without parole. I remember that. He's free. No. Executed. Beat to death. And well, I... I haven't heard that, but that would be nice if that that does happen. As far as I know, he is in prison, was sent to prison, is still in prison. He was sentenced to life without parole plus 762 and a half years of confinement. That's that's like the freaking way of the legal system to jack itself off. What what does that mean? Seven hundred and sixty, blah blah. What are they gonna keep him alive? They gonna keep reviving him? Are they gonna find his soul like the Dalai Lama lay out a bunch of his little like crack pipes and and you know weapons and stuff like that to a little black baby? And oh, this is Daryl Brooks. It's his favorite shank. Well, it's I, his favorite shank. It's, I think put him back in fucking jail. I think like a lot baby of sentencing, jail. it had to do with the number of people. That he harmed, where they no, I, some I kind of a multiplier. Get, but what does that do? But what does though? it do? Right? Does it make him? It, it's masturbation. Is he, is he any further punished? Hmm, Seven hundred and sixty-two years. Do you have that nigga locked up in some kind of soul gem for that long? You know, or he, his evil can't <laughs> escape on the earth. Seriously though, what does that mean? That's so stupid. It's like put a fucking bullet. Oh, seven hundred years. We would actually, if this nigga lived for another seven hundred, say he was part of some super soldier program in the government, we would rather just pay for him to for ha- be in our years. wonderful, you know, not wonderful, but you know what I'm saying, prison system to be sustained, to be a slave, mm-hmm. sustained for another seven hundred sixty. No, shoot, shoot him, hang him, execute him. That's what you, that's what you do that to capital murder suspects or not suspects. Suspects, yeah. You just kill him. <laughs> All right, even if you're a suspect. No, uh, you know, he's, he's guilty. He's convicted. Right. Gone. The evidence was overwhelming as well. 
I wish we could go back to the days where people could take care of it themselves. Yeah. The way it used to be. Yeah. Local matters. Mm-hmm. The people of Waukesha could have... He'd have done that in the 80s. Taken care of it. In Waukesha. He, yeah. I think he might have been beat to death, you know? Not by the police. But it was a way different time. They got in and all the all the white boys in that town are all, all fucked up on pills and, and burglarizing and shit. You know? It's like it's definite change in character from when I was a young man with the, those people up there, Waukesha Inns, than it is now. And now it's like, oh, it's scary. It's just, it's it's a wigger hive. Mm-hmm. They're all wiggers. They're all getting in all this trouble. Stupid trouble. Three babies, mamas and shit. You know, they're wiggers. They're straight up. The judge's sentencing remarks were more than two hours long. Again. Why? What good is that? I guess. Again. He's just pontificating. It's not. Cheap. Jennifer she, Darrow. Okay. Two hours. A woman talked for two hours? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> is that a record? <laughs> That's my misogyny moment. <laughs> Brought to you by misogyny. She told him that he deserves it and also stated, quote, Some people unfortunately choose a path of evil, and I think, Mr. Brooks, you are one of those such persons. Oh, it's like a fucking comic book, you know, like a, oh, what do they call it, a soliloquy? Or what do they call it? A monologue? You know, like a comic book when, like, the good guy or the gives a two-hour villain is given like this long ass fucking speech <laughs> on the first page of the comic and he's like announcing it what he's doing what does that do he spoke for two hours great i'm sure he's sure he very inconvenient right but i bet he was just sitting there like oh my god I just, listen, give me back why that woman sale. talk <laughs> listen to this why woman talk can't even have a sister sends me to death life Life, I mean, shit, man. I'll probably be able to see Black Santa in the theaters, too. You know, they probably play Black Santa in the prisons. Yeah. I, I'm going to see build it. Build morale. I'm going to see yeah. it. Yeah? Yeah. What, do you want to take so, the kids? You I think it'll be a little too violent my, for the kids? Yeah, I think my, maybe my brother and I will go. You know, go see it on Christmas Day. Yeah, maybe bring Red. Yeah, yeah. And now let's take a step away from Wisconsin. From NBC News, Media Matters is suing uh, Texas Attorney Brock. General Ken Paxton. For what? For violating the First Amendment. <sighs> because he opened an investigation into Media Matters over their reporting of Elon Musk. Oh, okay. I'm sure Media Matters was very uh, unbiased in its coverage of Musk and anything not fake and gay. Interestingly, the spat is kind of centered around our neighborhood. Really? Really? So Media Matters had posted articles stating that with the monetization that advertisements were being presented alongside white nationalist what? propaganda. As, you know who, as throttled as we all are. Yeah, you know who uh, Media Matters really matter. is owned by, right? Mm-mm. David Brock. You know who David Brock is, right? I don't know who anyone is. David Brock's a huge Clinton donor, helper, faggot, all this shit with their election. Do you know who his boyfriend was? Oh, God. Boyfriend. No. Nope. James Elefantes. Yes, ma'am. I feel like I did know this. This is... There should be like you a... You must have told me. Remember the... What is it? Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon, that game where you could take yeah. anybody and with six separate people that they were involved in a movie or whatever pr- mm-hmm. production with or something... You could do that You with. get to Kevin Bacon. You could have like... Six degrees to Pizzagate. Oh, I was thinking just six degrees to Elefantis. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> six well, Elefantis, I would, I would imagine that you easily could do that. Almost anybody That's in that I, scene. I, I would think you could do fewer degrees. Probably. Well, yeah. Three yeah. or four degrees yeah, right? to Elefantis. Interesting. I, I just couldn't remember if you 
remembered that or not. So much shit's gone on mm-hmm. in the last, you think about it, God, even 30 years. Mm-hmm. Talking about Waukesha, that was 2021. Yeah, right? you yeah. Know? just two years ago. Media Matters does believe that this investigation opened by Paxton was designed to punish them and target them because of these articles where they allege, quote, major ad campaigns were running next to white nationalist content on X, end quote. Paxton opened the investigation on November 20th. The investigation alleges that Media Matters committed fraudulent activities related to their, related to Media Matters journalistic investigation into X. Okay. When Paxton opened the investigation, that coincided with X also suing Media Matters, claiming that they have unlawfully interfered with the relationship X has with their advertisers. So I don't know the, the legal ins and outs of that. So like like libel or slander really kind of thing? Is there. this where it's like coming down to? I see, like, I assume so, because this doesn't really get into sa- much Sabotage, industrial detail. sabotage or something? Because yeah. it could also fuck his like SpaceX thing, I suppose up to investors and things like that when you got a scumbag like you know media matters you know scumbag organization like media matters uh, doing anything their credibility's been tainted just based on what they are there's just a propaganda machine for the new world order in this country that was supposed to wear hillary's face i guess you could say after obama mm-hmm. and they're still butthurt as fuck because they're supposed to be like the probably at this point you know like what was that old soviet paper pravda you know state-sponsored media you know under under a clinton regime that would have used a lot of false flags and a bunch of other crazy bullshit uh, especially covid could you imagine i mean i know we give trump shit and everything like that but just his buffoonery and i say that in quotations like bought a lot of time was a really good stalling action to keep the covid faggotry from really setting in and becoming saturated into our everyday more than it was Mm -hmm. you know when you think about it covid was supposed to be that chinese surveillance state type you know the catalyst for it you know we got to make sure we had everybody safe and you know vaxxed and and it just didn't take and you know now we're in that foggy area where i i think they're waiting for people to forget and then they're going to do it again. Do it again yeah. because these people are fucking morons and they have the fucking memory of a goldfish. When you think about the stuff, when you just bring stuff up around people, like, look at you fucking stupid. And like, that was like two years ago only. What do, you, what do you mean you don't remember? How do you not know this? They don't. Or they've just disregarded it because the last thing they heard was that it was deboomed or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Media Matters filed the lawsuit on Monday. They're requesting that the judge blocks Paxton's investigation into them permanently because it is stopping their ability to report which to their point right that's what you're saying but that's living off of that that view of journalism that we all grew up with like the plucky reporter right trying to uncover the mm -hmm. the real story on the beat it's not like that it's a fucking it's always been a propaganda machine Mm -hmm. and that's that is another piece of propaganda Mm -hmm. that lois lane that cup reporter which yeah. just shows us you pointing that out about media matters and their background there and this story they're butting heads with Elon Musk and the attorney general in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's these are all people on the same team. Yeah. You know, these are all probably family yeah. members. It's all a play. It's so, all a, like, exactly. you know, a little stupid little play up on stage exactly. we're supposed to watch and just believe. a little distraction. And give energy to whatever polarity that they provide to the crowd at the time right you know, right more. exactly which is what it all seems to be 
Yeah. All the way on yeah. up. It seems to be a huge play. It's all bullshit. Seeing how things work right now, I don't I don't believe in that overarching AI taking over humanity and in, in, in smart cities. I th- I think it'll be more like Mad Max huddled into these dingy, walled-up communities after some disaster that gets out of hand. Well, let's move along. From CNN, and I have to quote this article heading. Okay. How Harvard, Penn, and MIT's presidents made such a fatal error in their free speech defense. (laughs) So, I'm sure you were aware of this. Oh, what's her name? Gay? (laughs) Right? Claudine Gay or something? Well, she was one, yeah, one of the... The queen? She's some queen? One of the university Play, presidents. A plagiarist, if I am uh, Is she? Uh, correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like a, a lot. Like, it's not like an act. Like, you know, oh shit, I forgot the site. Well, holy crap. How the fuck did I not proofread through that? Okay, who knows? <laughs> 26, sometimes she's taking whole chunks of the work, like paragraphs, without what? citing anything at all. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and she's Harvard's president. At least bust the thesaurus out and figure out what the fuck you're talking about and say it in your own words, asshole. It's all they're asking you to do. It's not fucking hard. Yes, you learn the things by reading mm-hmm. things other people already wrote on the subject. And then you look at it and say, how do I think that word? And you fucking right. put it in a different words. Right. It's not hard. Read it, set that aside, Recall and write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Not that hard. No. Funny. I did not know that. It was copy-pasted, I guarantee you. Okay, so where are we going with this shit? Is it about this this broad? These university presidents were brought before a congressional panel because of protests that had happened on their campuses. Oh, probably uh, pro-Hamas or uh, anti-Israel. They, they, right, exactly, they were. So it's the only time you get these assholes on the floor mm-hmm. of Congress for corrupting right. culture is when you're corrupting the part of the American culture that worships uh, the tiny hats. So these, these university presidents clearly had been coached in preparation for... For this, coached in preparation for their job is being coached by somebody, right? And unfortunately, that ended up biting them in the ass because all of their responses were very plain and legal. Of course, it's all more masturbation that gets nothing accomplished. So the question that was asked of them by New York Republican Elise. Stefan Stefanik? Yeah, yeah. Everybody Trump else supporter. Off over, yeah, of course. Yeah. She's, she's jack off over but, her. I don't know who she is. But it's of another course, Jim Jordan bullshit Trent was name Trent Gowdy. Of course she's the one asking the trap question though, because Trump loves Israel and yeah. loves the Jews. This is an interesting point to see where Everything intersects these on the two supposed sides. On the shield of right. Renfon. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, it is kind of interesting. It's kind of amazing. Splitting actually. people in different ways. Yeah. So the question was whether calling for the genocide of Jews equates to bullying and harassment on campus. And these university <laughs> the presidents... Worst. They never know when to fucking quit. So they responded that it depends on the context. And it, it really does. If it were a play, that should be acceptable. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that would say, no, it's not. It's never, ever acceptable, ever, ever to even joke about harming those of us that wear small hats on Saturdays. Yeah. I I just don't, man, even if I 
had cared a year ago or had had a neutral opinion on the matter, I would be so gone just by the them opening their yaps over the Ukraine and over this. If it doesn't open your eyes, if they see you as cattle, you're a fucking idiot and you deserve what you're going to get and I hope what you get doesn't splatter all over mine. One thing to point out from this CNN article, a little off topic, but definitely stood out to me. Yale School of Management professor Jeffrey Sonnefeld made a statement in regard to what these university presidents had said. And he said that they, quote, missed the forest through the trees. No, are we sure End that's quote. not a different, like, regional way of saying it? Or they literally fucked that up? I Isn't it forest for the trees? That's how I was brought up. Well, this guy's from Yale, so it makes me lose any shred of trust and respect. I mean, not that I ever did. Did I ever have no, any trust or respect in these universities? even when they were supposedly they're, these they're distinguished institutions, I always did the whole, like, uh, whack-off gesture, that whole thing. Well, how great can the education really be when all that matters is diversity? Yeah, yeah, nothing works. There's no white men allowed anymore there's, there's in no universities. There's so. nothing getting better. You go to the grocery store and they open these uh, self-checkouts, which at first seemed like a really cool idea. Yeah, I could cut through all the bullshit. But now they cut down all the human lanes and then don't give any more self-checkouts. So you got the original amount of self-checkout lanes and the regular people lanes are cut down by like, you know, over half. And they don't work. They can't upkeep them. You got a bunch of old boomer ladies in the daytime. Though this Jeffrey Sonnenfeld does look white. That's one thing I wonder. These universities, so the the faculty, the teachers... None of them are. No, I, I've seen a are list of white, are they... None of them are. They're not. Maybe there's a woman who is... A couple here and there. Mm-hmm. But they're all Jewish. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like seven out of... Ah, I can't remember. But I've, I've seen it. I've seen a list this week, actually. I just can't really recall. I'm not, uh, not really too interested in that. What, what's that? going on at universities? In the world. Just, oh, not interested in the world. Yeah. yeah just not right now. It's just, just a big clown Christmas, show. I want to be with the kids and you. Yeah. You know, I want to have a nice holiday time. So I just don't really give a shit. It is going to be fun. I don't want to let them ruin it. So yeah. I say, like, it's just the last we talk about it until the end of the new year after this show. About? It'll be all Christmas cheer. From here until... From here on out. From here until after Christmas. Okay. We should put on a play. We should. Put on a Christmas carol with some friends. That's an excellent idea. I think we'll do that next week. Let's do it. Outstanding. All right. Okay. Continue mission, lady. The CNN article goes on to say that on Friday, 70 members of Congress (laughs) from both parties... ...sent a letter to the board members of Harvard, MIT, and... University of Pennsylvania demanding that these university presidents be fired. I love this shit. It's great. The University of Pennsylvania president, Liz McGill, resigned on Saturday. I like, see, this is my favorite part. They act like we're firing them from their jobs. We're doing something. These fucking people don't get fired like I got fired. You know what I'm saying? Or someone has been fired where it's like you're fucked. They they get coming on a Friday and they're like, oh, hey. A contract fell through. Mm-hmm. You're gonna cut twenty of you guys off. No, no, they're like, here's five here's, million dollars. What is there? Is seven point three million dollars, mm-hmm. 
and some sort of endowment for the next 25 years for sitting in a fucking office two days a week and going to fucking lunch with, you know, high-powered dickwads. So it's just, it's such horse shit. Right, it is absolute bullshit. You know? She did Fire. resign. Liz McGill resigned last Saturday. So this was the day after the hearing. The hearing was last Friday. Mm-hmm. She has not apologized. They they want to make sure we're all aware that she has not apologized. Ugh, well, well I'm good for her. I get. She did attempt to clarify that her focus was on the First Amendment Ooh. and our First Amendment rights, and that her focus was not on the fact that calling for the genocide of specifically the Jewish people, the fact that that is calling for some see, of the that, most terrible violence. That's that tiny hat inability to see what they just they they flippantly call for the genocide of these people constantly everybody constantly and openly say that's what they're doing and then the minute you're like hey fuck those people they're like oh my god yep exactly this is like 1933 all over again after we declared war on germany Mm -hmm. while we were within their borders we declared war on them and so you removed them wow Right. Yeah. Wild. As I was reading that, talk about an overreaction. I was like, so we're going to specify that it's not okay to call for their genocide, but it is okay it's to okay call for, for mine. Too. Yeah. Exactly. And my exactly. children. That's acceptable. You have to celebrate. You don't you yeah, just have right. to be indifferent to it. You have to celebrate it and be proactive on it. Uh oh, we got a mother-in-law alert. <laughs> She's texting. She's texting. Computer uh, shields to seventy-five percent. Yes, Ted. The fuck off. Harvard's president, this is the one you were talking about oh, earlier. Gay. Claudine Gay. Gay. She has apologized, according to CNN. Very important. Very important she piece of the puzzle. Plagiarizing apology. <laughs> Probably. She said that she got caught up. She got, girl, I got caught up. <laughs> I got caught up in a drama, girl. Exactly. Like, what? Shut the fuck exactly. You're a fucking president of, of an Ivy League institution. It's disgusting. That should disgust you on a very visceral level. A quote from her, What I should have had the presence of mind to do in that moment was return to my guiding truth, which is that calls for violence against our Jewish community, threats to our Jewish students, have no place at Harvard and will never go unchallenged. Glad she specified. That's precisely what it was, because the, they have to acknowledge that you can do that to whites, mm-hmm. you know? Just wait till, like, somebody doesn't want to cock. There's going to be a push back. More than just having to resign Firing. And, and get millions yeah. of dollars yeah. in return. So on that topic from Fox News, the U.S. House of Representatives has passed a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. Well, thank God. Thank God someone's condemned it. Exactly. Specifically on college campuses. Yeah, on, we need to stop. Sorry. Specifically on college campuses. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I bet there's a grip. Someone's making some checks off of this. The whole thing is just such a, like, scam. And this was directly related. We need to do bumper. How ridiculous. I wish bumper stickers were still popular like they were in the 80s. We could get some. But this is what the house is wasting their time on. They're all sitting around talking it up about what's important, what needs to be passed. Yeah. Just this jack- is what they're spending their time on. Jacking off in front of the cameras to get reelected next time. Especially the House of Representatives every two years. You, wow, what can you can't get shit done? If you're like a long-standing member of the House, you're a fucking excellent campaigner. That's all you must be doing. Two-year terms? You know, by the time you get into the swing of things, you got a campaign. Mm-hmm. So you got to kiss ass to the latest fucking issue 
that someone puts to the forefront, mm-hmm. the culture engineers, right. you know. Think about the people that have been there for decades. So what their the entire career is just campaigning. It, it has to be. And, and what the other half of it is, you know, sucking off donors and giving them and whatever they want, whatever they ask for. Those who, who gets it, whoever pays them. Mm-hmm. The small hand. Yeah. Yeah. And we know they do like to be sucked off. Yes, they do. They seem to make that a requirement yeah. for getting anywhere yes why i'm not an actress yeah just right. kidding that i that was not i i quit far before that <laughs> far before God, that, yeah. that situation arose i i saw where i saw where the road was headed i i did actually i saw where the road was headed long before yeah and decided that i'm not gonna be a whore yeah exactly in international news from NBC, videos have been circulating of the IDF, Israel, Israeli's military, smashing toys and candy, burning down a candy factory <laughs> Fucking in Gaza. Jesus Christ. I'm not laughing at you Gaza people. I'm, I don't, you know. I mean, of course they're, they're doing like these cartoon things. cartoon villains, man. Exactly. But that's where it, it goes right back to that same question. How much of this is real? What's on the yeah. stage that's Because that's like a fucking smoke and mirrors. They might as well just have like them pulling lollipops out of right. like cat carriages in Gaza. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So these IDF soldiers are going into toy stores and smashing toys. One of the videos, it was a soldier holding a snow globe and smashing it on the ground. What a weird... There's some symbolism right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a message. But then this candy factory that they burned supposedly has... Wonka? Wonka. <laughs> Willie all Wonka? Well, it, it, on the one point is it made me it made me visualize Gaza in such a way where I'm thinking, oh, there's a, there's a candy factory Yeah, that's there? what I was just This sounds about. very normal. It sounds, it's like Kenosha. Yeah, yeah. There's a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jell- like, Haribo factory. Is, is anything even happening over What's there? It's all on? just totally ordinary, yeah. just people, day-to-day business. There's candy factory, so the IDF said that they are that they suspected that there are Hamas tunnels beneath the factory. Mm-hmm. There's no proof that they've presented of that. Of course not. However, but who knows if any of this is true? Yeah. At all, but the IDF officially does say that they don't stand behind the actions of these particular soldiers. That this is not what they stand for, and it's immoral. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Thank. Well, thank God you told us. Jeez. Exactly. I thought you guys were a bunch of assholes, you know? Exactly. No, I know you don't go with that whole thing, so... <laughs> Good thing. I should support now you. Now we have your back. Has Hamas denounced this? Having a candy factory <laughs> over some imaginary tunnels? <laughs> I don't think so they've I think said we really anything. need to... We should probably bomb them into submission. Yes, I think. Just, just like Lord. Israel wants. Good Lord. Never. NBC did point out as well that behaviors like this aren't uncommon of soldiers in general in in wartime yeah no i get that just fucking going off like this but it was just yeah bad timing it's it's war it's institutionalized criminality i personally don't believe in any fucking rules in a war because if you're at that point where you have to do that well then nothing's off the fucking table i'm sorry i don't believe that I, i don't believe treating my enemies as anything other than my fucking enemies and impediment i don't have any like hollywood romantic Notion, something people learn from books and valor. I'll treat my own like that for never an outgroup enemy. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. It's war. If you're at that point, it's war. 
win. Whatever wins. Okay. And on that note, we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Ted from The Good Morning Show, and I'm married with children. I'm not particularly successful. I'm not very handsome. Kind of smell. One thing I got going for me, guys, I smoke cigarettes. That's right. Most of you insult motherfuckers, you're not getting any pussy because you're vaping. If you're doing that. Now, I'm not talking about you guys chewing tobacco, especially you red man chewers out there. You guys are doing great. Your tea levels are through the roof. I'm talking to the average everyday vapor. Eee. I call you guys vapists, personally. <laughs> Well, you guys need to start smoking because studies have shown that you get so much more poontang when you're holding on to a cigarette rather than that gay-ass cock-looking vape. Come on, guys. You seen the MILF I'm walking around with? She gave me three kids? It's a prime piece right there, boys. You think it's because I'm handsome and got game? No. I smoke about a pack and a half, two packs of cigarettes a day, and she knew that right away. Women can spot a smoker from a mile away, guys. This is a scientific fact. We've known that since, uh, I don't know, like the 1300s, maybe? Back in those days, a cigarette was a sign of great wealth. So it's in a woman's biological makeup to look for a provider. And, while you might not be handsome, jacked, have a decent job, smell very good, have any game, be funny, intelligent, as long as you're smoking, you're a step ahead of those other assholes. Alright, guys? That's just another little tip from Ted. See you next week. We'd like to thank you for joining us today. And we will be seeing you next week, Christmas Eve, for a Christmas carol adapted by myself, Ted. It'll be a very white Christmas carol. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun. We'll see you guys there, okay? Look forward to it. So make note, show will not be released on Saturday. We're going to release it Sunday, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. And there's some guest stars. A lot of guest stars. A lot stars. of guest stars. A lot of so. our friends from the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see you guys. See you yeah, next week Yeah, it'll be a lot Christmas. of fun. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you.